sometimes you are insecure that if I am laid down, if I'm sacked from my current job, the amount that I have saved at my bank, will it be able to take off me in the next three months? We are afraid of the unknown. We are scared that maybe a demon will destroy us. We are afraid that maybe Satan will send an arrow against us. You don't need to think about these things because your protection and security has already been made available in Christ. We are raising a Christ-like generation in this postmodern world. We are raising a generation that will think like Christ, act like Christ, and live like Christ. And I believe you here this morning, you are part of that generation that we are raising. We thank God for another time in his presence. You know, we have been on our New in Christ series. And last week, we looked at uh, significant in Christ. And this morning, we are going to look at secure in Christ. Secure in Christ. Hallelujah. When you read in Colossians chapter number 3, verse number 3 in the New King James, the Bible said, you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. The day you became born again, the old self, the old man, the man that was born after Adam, the man that carried the nature of death and the nature of sin, died in Christ. Now a new man was regenerated. A new man was born. A new man was activated. And that man is hidden with Christ in God. It means that that man is secured in God. When we talk about the word secure, number one, to secure means to get hold or to get possession of something. When you say you are securing something, it means to get hold or to get possession of something. To secure also means that to, to make free of danger or harm. To make free of danger or harm. To secure also means to make safe. When we say something is secure, it means that the thing has been made safe. It means to defend. It means to shield. It means to immune. It means to protect. It means to guard. So when we say secure in Christ, it means that Jesus dies those that are, have been saved in him. Jesus guides us. Jesus leads us in the right path. In other words, all those who are saved and they are born again in Christ, Jesus guides them. He leads them in the right path. Number two, secure in Christ means that Jesus protects us. Jesus protects us. Secure in Christ also means that Jesus provides all our needs. He provides all our needs. When you read in 2 Timothy chapter number 1, verse number 17, 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse number 7, the Bible said, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. He said, We have received a spirit, but it is not the spirit of timidity. It is not the spirit of cowardice, but it is the spirit of power, the spirit of sound mind, the spirit of love, so that you will not be insecure. In this generation, many are living in insecurity. We are afraid of tomorrow. 
We are afraid of the unseen. Many are working so hard so that they can save for their future because they, are, they feel insecure for their future. Many are afraid because they think that they are not protected enough. Many have insecurity issues. There is no confidence in people. Many have no courage to, to move on because there is a sense of insecurity. But what Jesus did for us on the cross is to give us a permanent security. The Bible said God did not give us the spirit of fear, the spirit of timidity, the spirit of cowardice, but he gave us the spirit of power, of love, and of a sound mind. So that your mind will be sound, you will have a well-balanced mind, knowing that you are secured in Christ. Knowing that you have eternal security. Knowing that you are efficiently and you are sufficiently secured in Christ. You see, we did not become born again to be vulnerable. To be a Christian does not mean that you lose your sense of security. Being a Christian does not make you vulnerable. Being a Christian does not expose you to danger. But being a Christian to be secured in Christ. Being a Christian is to enjoy God's supernatural security that no demon can penetrate. God's supernatural security so that you can have confidence for the future. When you read in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse number 3, the Bible says, But the Lord is faithful. Now, the faithfulness of God is talking about the reliability of God. He's talking about how God cannot disappoint us. He's talking about how God is strong in what he has said. He said, but the Lord is faithful to establish us. The Lord is faithful who shall establish us and keep us from evil. What he's saying is that the Lord is faithful to strengthen us. The Lord is faithful to make us strong. The Lord is faithful to set us on a firm foundation and to guard us and to deliver us from all surrounding danger. In other words, we can believe in God. We can trust in the reliability of God. We can trust in the unfailing character of God that he is able to make us strong. He is able to give us a firm foundation. He is able to guard us from all evil because there are many surrounding danger around us sometimes you are insecure that if i am laid down if i'm sacked for my current job the amount that i have saved at my bank will it be able to take off me in the next three months we are afraid of the unknown we are scared that maybe a demon will destroy us we are afraid that maybe Satan will send an arrow against us. You don't need to think about these things because your protection and security has already been made available in Christ. And the Bible said, God is faithful who shall make us strong and to keep us from evil. Now, there are three things that we are going to look at. That is an assurance of our security in Christ. One thing you need to understand is that the Holy Spirit of God is the supernatural mark of our security in Christ. The Holy Spirit is our supernatural mark of our security in Christ. The Holy Spirit is the supernatural mark. He is the supernatural seal of our security in Christ. And I'm going to show you in 
three instances in the scriptures to embolden our heart that we are not insecure, that we are not abandoned, that we are not unprotected, that we are not forsaken, that we are not vulnerable, but we are firmly secured in Christ. Hallelujah. Praise God. Are you secured in Christ? Shout, I am secured in Christ. Hallelujah. So I said, the Holy Spirit of God is the supernatural mark of our security in Christ. When you read in John chapter number 14, verse number 18, these are the words of Jesus. You know, Jesus was God in the flesh. He was the word of God that was made flesh. And he lived among men. That's why the Bible says his name shall be called Emmanuel. Emmanuel means God with us. God has come to live among men. Now Jesus has lived among his disciples. They were protected whilst Jesus was around. They were kept from all dangers. They were secured in him. Now Jesus said he's about to go to the cross and die. He will die and he will raise up on the third day. And he will ascend to his father. The disciples became sorrowful. They felt abandoned. They felt rejected. They felt forsaken. That if Jesus is leaving them, then they are going to be insecure. They are going to be vulnerable by the enemies who could not destroy them because of the presence of Jesus. But now Jesus is saying that he is about to die. Now Jesus gave them an assurance that by the Holy Spirit, they are going to still enjoy security in him. So in John chapter number 14, verse number 18, Jesus said, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. In John chapter 14, verse number 18, Jesus said, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Now the word comfortless that Jesus used to communicate to the disciples affirming their strong security in him is the Greek word called orphanus. Orphanus is the word that we got the English word orphan. Now orphanus, which is a Greek word that was translated as comfortless, number one, it describes children left without father or mother. It describes children left without a father or a mother. So how do we call children orphans in today's language when their mom and dad is no more? Or when they are being forsaken, they are being abandoned, that they can't see the protection, they can't see or they can't feel the protection and the security from a parent. So the word orphanus describes children left without a mother or a father. So Jesus said, I'm not leaving you alone like children without a mother or a father. We are not alone. Hallelujah. We are not alone. He said, I'm not leaving you like children without a mother or a father. Now the word orphanus, number two, in a brother's sense... It is used to describe students who felt abandoned, forsaken, deserted, discredited, or discarded by their teacher. Students who felt abandoned, 
who felt rejected, who felt deserted, who felt discarded, who felt forsaken by their parents. So Jesus said, I am your master, you are my disciples. Don't feel rejected. Don't feel forsaken. Don't feel unprotected. Don't feel abandoned. Because I will come to you through my spirit. Because the Holy Spirit of God is the spirit of Christ. The Holy Spirit of God is the spirit of Christ. And Jesus said, physically I am in the flesh. But I will leave you physically. But I will come in my spirit to come and live in you. And you will not be like a child without a parent. You will not be vulnerable. You will not be abandoned. You will not be people without guide. You will not be alone in this world. You will not be unprotected. But you will be secured in me. I will come to you. As children who are clothed by their parents. I will come to you. As children who feel protected. Who feel secure by their teacher. I will come to you. I will not leave you comfortless. As children. Left without a mother or a father. I will not leave you comfortless. As students who felt abandoned, forsaken, deserted by their teacher. But I will come to you. But this time, I will come in my spirit. Because the Holy Spirit of God is the spirit of Christ. Now, the second assurance of our security, which is the Holy Spirit. I said, the Holy Spirit is our supernatural mark of our security. He is the supernatural mark of our security in Christ. Now, the second scripture is the same John chapter 14, verse number 16. Jesus also gave another assurance that the Holy Spirit is our supernatural mark of security in Christ. In John chapter 14, verse number 16, Jesus said, and I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Wow. These are the words of Jesus. He said, and I will pray the Father. Now before this verse, in the verse 15, he said, if you love me, you will keep my commandment. If you love me, you will keep my commandment. And I will pray the father and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever now Jesus was not saying that I am about to abandon you and I will give you in charge of another caretaker who will protect you who will keep you from all danger who will provide for you who will guide you in the right path no the word another comforter is from the Greek word alos parakletos. Alos parakletos. Now the word alos, there are two words for the word another. In the English language, we have only one word to describe another. But in Greek, there are two words that is translated as another in English. We have the alos and we have the heteros. Now, alos is another of the same kind, identical, just like the other. 
In other words, another kind of me. Alos means another kind of me. Another kind of Jesus. Hallelujah. He said, I will send forth Alos Parakletos. Another kind of me. Another of the same kind. He didn't use the word heteros. Heteros is another of different kind. In other words, Jesus did not say, I am handing you over to another caretaker who will protect you, who will keep you, who will guide you. No. He said, I will send out, he shall give you another, a lost paracletos. Another of the same kind. Another kind of me. In other words, the new one coming is the same Jesus. Coming in spirit. Now Jesus became flesh and he lived among them. But he said that I am going, but I will come in my spirit. Because the Holy Spirit of God is the spirit of Christ. So the word alos means another of the same kind. Identical. Just like the other. The same kind of me. It means that the Holy Spirit is one with Jesus. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of Christ. Now the word parakletos, parakletos describes one called along to help, to intercede, to protect, to guide, to strengthen, to stand by, to deliver, and to keep. Wow. Parakletos means one called along. But this one who has been called to come along has come with the responsibility. Jesus said, I am calling one like me to come along. Hallelujah. He said, I want to come along with you but when the one I am calling to come along with you, he comes, Jesus said, he will help you. He will be your helper. Jesus said, he will strengthen you. He will be your strengthener. Jesus said, he will advocate for you. He will be your advocate. Jesus said, he will be your standby. He will be your comforter. He will be your intercessor. He will intercede for you. You will be fully secured that you will not be afraid of the terror by night. You will not be scared about the things of the enemy. You will not lack any good thing in this life. He will guide you in the right path. He will help you. He will deliver you. He will strengthen you in your weakness. He will stand by you that you will not become alone. He will strengthen you that you don't become weak. He will guide you in the right path. He will deliver you from danger. He will protect you from harm. I will send forth a lost paracletos. Another kind of me who called to come along with you and to help you. We are not without helper. We are not without a guide. We are not without an intercessor. Through the Holy Spirit, we are secure in Christ. Hallelujah. We are secured in Christ. Are you blessed this morning? Tell someone I am secured in Christ. I am fully secured in Christ. I am not alone. So Jesus said, He will come along with you 
to help you. One God along to help you. So the Holy Spirit is the supernatural mark of our security in Jesus. And he is always with us. He is in us. He is upon us. And he is for us. That's why the Bible said, if be for us, who can be against us? Jesus is in us through the Holy Spirit. Our body has become the living temple of God. And we are protected. We are guided. He intercedes for us. He is our standby. You don't have a brother to stand with you. You don't have a brother to stand with you. But Jesus is standing with you. By his spirit. He is standing by you. He is helping you. There is no insecurity in Christ. You are protected in him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So this is the second assurance. Indicating that the Holy Spirit is the supernatural mark of our security in Christ. The second assurance demonstrating to us of our security in Christ is in 2 Corinthians chapter number 1, verse number 21 to 22 in the New King James. The Bible said, Now he that establishes us with you in Christ and has anointed us is God. <laughs> He that establishes us with you in Christ and has anointed us is God. What is Paul saying? Paul is saying that the one who keeps us firm, who makes us to stand firm with you and with us in Christ is God. And the one who concentrates us to stand firm is God. The one who makes us to stand firm and concentrate us is God. He said it is God who causes us to stand firm. Who gives us eternal security. Who gives us sufficient security. So that we don't become a victim. We don't become prey. We don't walk in lack. We don't walk in want. We don't walk in confusion. Because we have a God. We have a standby. We have a man who keeps us from danger. He said the one who establishes us with you in Christ and has anointed us. The word anointing means to be consecrated, to be purified, to be set aside is God. Verse 22. Who also has sealed us and given us the spirit in our hearts as a guarantee who also has sealed us and given us the spirit in our heart as a guarantee what is Paul saying Paul is saying is that God also has set a seal of ownership God has set a seal of ownership by putting his spirit in our hearts as a deposit guaranteeing what it is to come let me rewind Paul is saying that God has set a seal ownership upon us and he has put his spirit in our heart as a down payment as a deposit which guarantees what God will do for us in the future 
In other words, God gave us assurance of his sanctity. He gave us the down payment of spirit. When the Holy Ghost came to dwell in us, when we became born again, it, it was God's down payment, it was God's deposit that guaranteed God's constant security in our lives. It was God's assurance and affirmation that you are my own and I will protect you, I will keep you, I will secure you to the end. Hallelujah. So the spirit was given to us as a mark of ownership. The spirit was given to us as a deposit guaranteeing what is to come. In other words, if God gave us his spirit, it means that he will continue to protect He will continue to guide He will continue to make us safe. He will continue to free us from danger. He will continue to deliver us from all the rushing stream of the enemy. He will continue to provide all our needs in his presence. He will continue to provide us. Apostle Paul said, God will supply all our needs according to his riches in glory in Jesus. That eternal security of divine provision of God in Christ. Now there are two things we see in 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse number 21 to 22. We see two things from this scripture. Number one, in this scripture we see that God has put a mark of ownership, a mark of redemption by sending his spirit to live within us. God has put his mark of protection, his mark of redemption. Let me tell you, by the Holy Ghost that dwells in you, there is a mark of redemption. There is a mark of escape. There is a mark of protection that you are untouchable. You are protected. You are delivered. The enemy can destroy every life, but he cannot destroy you. Because God's mark of redemption is upon you through the Holy Spirit. So in Christ, we carry the mark of God's redemption. We carry the mark of God's ownership. That we are his property. God owns us. We are his special property. We are his special people. We are untouchable. That the enemy can destroy. That's what the Bible said. thousand will fall at your side. Ten thousand will fall at your right hand. But it shall not come near you. Only with your eyes will you see and behold. The reward of the wicked. That's what the Bible a year ago, I walked through the valley of the shadow of the dead. I will not fear any evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. God is with you to protect you. So God has put his mark of ownership, his mark of redemption by sending his spirit to lead us. So the day the Holy Spirit was sent to live in the believer, the day we were regenerated, see, when you became a Christian, you were born again by the regeneration of the Holy Spirit. You were born of the Spirit. That Spirit to which you were born by has come to dwell in you. And by the Holy Ghost living in us is God's mark of redemption. It's God's mark of ownership. It's God's mark of security. 
that these are on these ones are unharmed it's a mark that God is with us it's a mark that God is for us Bible said, for he has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee, so that ye may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. The Lord is my helper. The Lord is my helper. We are not abandoned. We are not unprotected. We are not neglected. We are not alone. We are secured in Christ because upon us is the mark of ownership. Is the mark of God's redemption by sending his Holy Spirit to dwell in us. The second thing we see in this scripture is that the Holy Spirit is the permanent identification signifying we have been set apart for God. The Holy Ghost is the permanent identification signifying that we have been set apart for God. So by the Holy Ghost indwelling the believer is a permanent identification signifying they have been set apart for God. Set apart means these are special breed of men. Set apart means these are the people that I will lead and I will guide in the right path. Set apart means these are the people I am committed to protect to keep, to guard from all danger and harm. Set apart means these are the people that I am committed to provide them with all their needs that they will not lack any good thing in life. They will never feel alone in life. The presence of the Holy Spirit was given to us so that you will not feel alone, so that you will not feel unprotected, so that you will not feel abandoned. So that you will not feel forsaken. So that you will not feel that you are afraid, you are alone. You will not feel that you are vulnerable. But you will feel secure in Christ. So the Holy Ghost is our permanent identification. Signifying that we have been set aside from all danger. We have been set aside to be guided by God. We have been set aside that these are the ones... I will provide them with all my needs. They will not lack any good thing in this life. Hallelujah. So you carry upon you the seal of God's ownership, the mark of God's redemption, the mark of God's protection, the mark of God's security. You are not alone. No evil shall come near you. You will not die before your time. You will not be in a situation that will be hopeless. There shall be no hopeless situation in your life. You are not abandoned. Live in this consciousness. That the Lord is with you. Live in this consciousness. The Bible said in Jude chapter 1 verse number 24. He spoke about Jesus. He said, now unto him that is able to keep you from falling. And to present you faultless. And to present you blameless. Before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. Jesus that brought you salvation. Jesus that brought you redemption. Jesus that made you a new creature in God is able to protect you. He is able to keep you from falling. He is able to keep you from stumbling. He is able to keep you 
and present you blameless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. We are not those who are vulnerable. Don't be afraid of your tomorrow. Don't be afraid of what the enemy is doing in the life of other people. You are protected. No wonder the Bible says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And we shall say of the Lord that He is our refuge and our fortress. Our God in Him shall we trust. Surely He will deliver us from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He said, No, I am with you to the end of the world. Let me tell you, you are the apples of God's eye. Anyone that touches you touches the eyes of God. You are too precious to God for God to abandon you. You are his treasure. You are his glory. You are his treasure that he cannot abandon you. He, is, he cares for you 24-7. His eyes are upon you. His hand is upon you. No evil shall befall you. You will not walk in lack. You will not walk in insufficiency. You are fully protected. You are secured. Hallelujah. We may hear the things that the enemy will do around the world. But we are secured in Christ. We will hear all the bad news. But the good news is that we are secured in Christ. In Philippians chapter 1 verse number 6. The Bible said, being confident about this very thing. That he who has begun a good work in us shall perform it unto the day of Jesus Christ. God has begun a new work in you. God has begun his work in you. It's a work to bring you into the conformity of his son. It's a work to protect you. It's a work to guide you. It's a work to provide all your needs. Therefore, he will not leave you or forsake you. So this morning, today, you must renounce the lie that you are unprotected. You must renounce the lie that you are abandoned. You must renounce the lie that you are forsaken. You must renounce the lie that you are rejected. You must renounce the lie that you have no direction because you are secure in Christ. It's a lie. Renounce that lie because God is able to establish us and to keep us from all evil.